how comes? Actually, I, I know the how comes in it. At quarantine in it. That's a, that's the um, that that's the the regular. I've I've spent three years in a can haircut, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kalatsu release day. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, did you hear? Um, Popper. Uh, I said Popper. Pot of paper got um released like two days ago, or a day ago, or something like that. Yeah, and he released um he released the EP. EP. Yeah, that four songs. Jesus, this man works fast. Right. What was was he recording it on the Nokia three ten? Like in inside a can, it was just just you going hard. The audio was good. It was a good audio, so he probably might have ruined the buzz like before and recorded it when he came out. That's quick though to like just turn it over just like that because um, um he released it on his on his release day, innit? Mm-hmm. But I guess he had the idea of what beats he wanted to um rap on beforehand, didn't it? Because yeah, yeah. Just keep clearing it here. He must do. He must have had everything set up. Mm. Or maybe he even, it, there were pre-recorded ones that he just dropped. Pre-recorded, but he's been in the camp for like, what, how many years? Six years? Yeah, but you can have a couple, like sitting in there, uh, where um, some of the bars are relevant, because you, you could tell maybe if they were relevant now. Or maybe he, he like had certain tracks and then he took out certain verses and then he just put in new verses. Mm. You know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure DBE can can even have that work rate one day. You know, dropping an EP. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I ads is in. He's his work rate is mad, but it's not that mad. Mm. Ain't that mad? Mm. Yeah. But okay, say nada. Um, we'll swing straight into the introduction. Good morning. Good evening. Salutations, people. You're tuned in for another episode of the Team Waffles podcast. Your host, Tommy Dixon, the host who does the absolute most. I'm a little bit sniffly today, so allow me. But I'm joined here once again with Kalachi Nuerica, my brethren, fam. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. He's coming out. He's, he's rocking the, the jail vibe haircut. He's saying, listen, wear your cornbread. I want that. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's that, it's that power haircut, man. Hey, come on, fam. Oh, on, fam. Get, let me get a fist up, man. Oh, hey, what, hey what, what's, what's that? I'm seeing a little bicep, but I'm... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> We're locked down. We're locked down. We're locked down. We're Okay, That's right. This is how I know you've done a stretch, fam, because no, no one's... <laughs> man said hair looking nappy. Man's bolo now as well. Cool. Looking like you're doing all right for yourself. Cool, cool. Yeah, I jeez. But yeah, how you been though? I'm good, my son. Just been working on I've got a little project that I'm working on. It. Oh project? Yeah. Oh, yeah, can, yeah. You, can you not give me a sneak peek or I'll give you shit, mate. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I gotta respect it. I gotta respect. you kept it troll, fam. You got you gotta keep it true on it. Cool, oh. so. Okay, cool, but what off off camera? Can you, can... Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want someone coming to you. Yeah, what did you see off camera? All right, all yeah, right, all right. right. No worries, no worries. No worries. I'll, I'll leave it there and I'll leave it there. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay, cool. So, um, the topic today, it kind of it was kind of your topic, innit? Like it was, it, it was something that you want to speak about. But when you told me about it, I thought it would be like a decent episode, innit? So I thought, you know, let's just swing it on on the podcast and I think it'll be sick in it. Um, mm. but it's it's correct me if I'm wrong, loosely based around um black British identity 
and sort of like the nuances within it, um, that being um, a black Brit, but also being an African Brit mm. and how that sort of changes the whole dynamic of your identity within society and British society and stuff like that. If, if, if I got that right, if I got that right. I mean, I guess we could just go straight to the question. Would you be wrong to call yourself a black Man, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You just put out a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I can you. I thought this what the hell? I, is I thought, this my podcast? Is yours, bruv? Hey, what's going <laughs> I for a minute I felt like I was getting interviewed by Piers Morgan. What's going on? <laughs> this guy's a joker. Let's change the name to K Wolfson. I can't. I checked the thing. Must be the one episode, one episode and attempt. He decided to try and run my thing. Hey, I listen. Okay, cool. Wait, you're not coming back. You're not coming back. <laughs> Guess I cancelled, bro. You're cancelled. Cancel culture, bro. You're taking a flipping piss. <laughs> Here's me. I, I was proper gassing up your forty count um, cotton on on your flipping pillow, bro. And now you're out here trying to sabotage and take my my podcast. You have you even paid for? Did you chip in for the mic, bro? You didn't chip in for the mic. <laughs> I thought this is this is the standards you want for your guests, isn't it? I know, no, no. Okay, cool. I, I appreciate the um the ambition and and the uh, foresight in it. Do your thing, do your thing. Roll it, roll it. Okay, so the question for this episode is: Would you be wrong to call yourself a black Brit with a Nigerian blood? That's interesting. Hmm. That's okay. Wait, okay. Um, before I answer that, what do you think? What do you think about that question? Alright, so I'm gonna give like a little background as to why I asked that question, right? So in summer 2018, right, my mom and her aunties and uncles had a meeting in our house, right? Mm-hmm. And the point of this meeting because we've had I'm from um the Ikwere tribe in Nigeria, which is kind of let's just say a spin-off from the Igbo tribe, but it's not really Igbo. Mm. So um since they've been in the UK in the 80s, they have established a network of other um, Ikura people from, from Nigeria to um, just have a little diaspora in the UK, in London, isn't it? Okay, so like a small community? Yes. Uh, okay. um, and they've had frequent meetings, like let's say once a month. And they wanted to obviously pass the torch over to us. So... Mm-hmm. There was a meeting in summer 2018 in which um, me and another boy was, we were just, cho- we were just the chosen um, boys to kind of um, listen to what's going on and, um, you know, organize like a youth wing. Yeah. And I took full responsibility of it to um, ask all the aunties and uncles in my, in my own time to give me the number of um, their children. And then I called them up like one by one and ask them for permission well not all of them ask them one by one to um if they wanted to get in the group chat and this is this is the goals i had i wanted us to um you know study the language um stick together in in london all, all sorts of things yeah now um i got i got a bit 
tired of calling each and every one of them up, so I randomly just added, 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 added the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there was one person that left, and I can understand because he's like, I just getting added to a random group chat. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. So, so fair enough. Props to him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. I don't. I don't blame the brother. I probably would have done the same thing. Still, man's just adding me to to a random group chat. Do I even know you niggas inside yeah. this group chat, bro? <laughs> um, and the one problem of the group chat was that um, a lot of us we haven't either we only see once or in a while. We haven't seen each other in ten years, or we have. We don't even know each other at all. You understand? Mm. So. With that in mind, it wasn't easy to kind of coordinate um, everyone and kind of get the spirits up. You understand? So um, I wanted to organize a meet at one point, and long story short, the the idea didn't come. Didn't come like we didn't really that all come together. There were some of us that came, and then others that you know had excuses as to why they couldn't come. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's fair enough because like. The parents, our, our parents didn't really get us involved with each other to kind of know each other beforehand. Before yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You have some kind of bonding in it beforehand because it was just all on me basically to you know try and get the spirits up, and it got to a point where I kind of I was kind of controlling. I was, kind of, I was trying, I was trying, I was trying to get everyone to get their responses up, or you know, what I'm saying, oh, they will suffer some great consequences. Like I was that kind of person. What? Man, wait, 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 wait. Not wait, literally, wait. but man, man went from let's try and try this community thing, pull everyone together, let's try and create this this Aquara vibe, yeah, mm. and turn it to Gaddafi. Obviously, not literally, yeah, but that was the kind. Of, looking back in retrospect, that was the kind of vibe that was given out. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you? Yeah, you must have got. Have you must have gotten frustrated to get to that point? Like, cause I, I, I don't think you would have gotten controlling if things were going well. If you get what I mean. Yeah, like I had a plan and I, I had steps into how I wanted things to go in. Oh, but, okay. Um, you know, I got, I got everyone to put a handshake in the group chat if they were on board with things, and mm-hmm. I put, and this is this is something that I hoped would have put the spirit up, right? Yeah. So everyone put some some people put the handshakes. I then added people who didn't put a handshake. Oh my the group chat. And then um. One one of the girls, right? There's um, there's a word, you know, I, that I think you might need to learn and look up. It's called diplomacy. I if you don't speak, I will at you on site. Cause listen, if I see you in your ends, it's long. I, I was putting pressure on them, brother. I was putting pressure. Like I feel like I, I Yes, that's the topic for another day. But um, <laughs> one of the girls, right? Which God bless her, because I, I, I respect her for what she did. She um, DM me to say that um, you know, some people are you know still kind of confused as to what this is all about. Like, just give them some time to kind of you know get comfortable um, and and let themselves up. Yeah. That bless her. I was I was really appreciate like I was really appreciated for what she had to say because she's. At least that's one person that's that's fucked with the cause, isn't it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I kept I kept it cool. You know, I was just I was I deleted some of the messages in which I was adding people, and I apologized to some people who I was adding. I didn't apologize. I'll check. 
But anyway, um, so it got to a point yeah, where um, there were some meetings that um, the oldest were doing where they wanted the kids to come. And in both, in both locations, I wasn't available because I had work and I had dissertation stuff to do. Like I had, um, like, you know, my master's, whatever to do in it. Yeah. So that, you know, as me being the, you know, the, un, the, un, the unwritten leader, Mm-hmm. For me to not be um, in in these meetings, it's just gonna give me a bad look in the face. So I just asked someone else, you know, the person that messaged me to kind of like you know, be be the one that everyone can speak to or whatnot. In vice president, and she you know reported back to what happened in these meetings. Isn't it? Okay. And then I guess the breaking point for me was when I got um, everyone to do a task. Like I took time to. Um, Make a make a um, a word document in which I I wanted to put everyone into groups and they can fill the word document one by one in like in, in a way and I gave them a deadline and everything mm. and you know I just waited for the deadline to come seven days after I opened the thing and there was nothing there nothing <laughs> you understand and I was like I was I, at this point I was like okay like my mind was already off it now you understand yeah like, because. With this, I I wanted I wanted them to you know do a little bit of research on what they can find in the internet with regards to our um, culture and you know um, you know what they want to get out of. It. So it was just like one easy thing. Yeah. But the fact that no one did it just showed that there was no spirit inside there. So, um, and then after one person left, the one left 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 the chat, and then when when she left, I was like, okay. Maybe, maybe that's that's when it hit me. That maybe I'm just being a bit controlling. Maybe it's just all, just I'm the person that wanted this to happen, but it's not. It's not you know, the spirit's not there. So, I I ended up apologizing to everyone for you know, um, getting them into the chat, you know, out of force. And if I didn't see if I could find a message book, do a little intermission or whatever. Wait. So, quick question on all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Is that number one? That like, did anyone? initially actually want it because I, I i understand obviously you guys might be from the same background etc but like i i feel personally that just because your something doesn't attach you to to that group that you're born into like say for example if if you're um, a white person who grew up in a let's say um, Exeter, or you grew up in um, Stockport, or you grew up in, um, I don't know, um, Scunthorpe or something like that, compared to someone who grew up in Peckham. Bruv, that white person isn't gonna be the same person. It's not, it's not gonna be the same as the person in Scunthorpe because they've got different ideals. The, the person in, in Peckham is probably gonna wanna listen to Drill, whereas the other person probably gonna wanna listen to Ariana Grande. Like just 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 because you come from a certain group or characteristic doesn't actually mean that you guys are the same like at all. I understand that. At the same time, it was just like a little incentive to kind of learn our culture together. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, just have some you know get togethers now and again where we can bond with each other and you know um, call each other up for support. You know, that was the kind of incentive that I had been. Yeah. You know, and obviously. We, you know the the whole the whole the whole group. They're all beautiful people. Like you know, they might they might um they might find someone that they can consult consult in, mm. because you know they're all good hearted and that sort. Um, and there were there were already people that were you know 
like I wouldn't say clicking up, but you know, they were getting comfortable and familiar with each other. Innit? So like, I guess they're still talking to each other right now. And yes, that's that's good. You know, they're right. well, good point. I like, yeah, the good this, that, that. Yeah, yeah that's good. that's good still. That's good. Yeah. So I ended up I ended with, with with me saying this. I said, "Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. I hope you are doing well. Upon reflection and with all due apologies, I would like to officially end the group chat. This is due in part to introspective realizations and unrealistic goals I set for the group." I would like to end this note by encouraging you all to do things at your own personal will. I apologise for my forceful nature in this group, Mikel. So that's how I ended the group. I left the chat and from then I just felt like a weight was being just pushed out on myself because I felt like I was just doing it by force. And a lot of, a lot of, I was, you know, carrying the burden of our parents. Mm-hmm. I was carrying a lot of burden of our parents because in a way our parents, they, they, they failed us, man. They told us in trying to um, make sure the culture was within the group. Do you understand? Yeah. Oh, like, well, are you talking about your specific community of the Aquaria tribe? Yeah, okay. in London, the diaspora. Because yeah. number one, I don't think any of us need the Aquaria language. Yeah. None of us need the language. And this is a language that is very hard to find on the internet. Mm. To find it at Hebrew is nice to find, but Aquaria, you can't find that. That's why a lot of us, um, we, we kind of came to the conclusion that we may as well study Ebro. But we want Ebro, so why are we studying that? Yeah, yeah, I get that story. Yeah. You might as well just keep to speak in English. Yeah, so I, I, I want to make a point on, on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of regarding that, do you think, I, do you think that they failed you because they didn't link you guys up or they failed you. But I, I feel like fail is a harsh term in it. But I've, I, I think personally from, from what you've said, yeah. I think, I think it, fail is a correct term. I think fail is a, is a, is a correct term. Like oh, wait, I, I, actually, wait, 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 wait. Hear me, hear me out, hear me out first. Hear me out. So um, the reason why I don't say fail is that because obviously it's two different generations. The way in which that they deal with certain things that, like say say for example, in their time, if your dad wanted something done, like like if you just met some random person and he said, "Oh yeah, that's what, this this is your cousin's cousin, be friends with him," it, it might be okay for them to okay cool, my dad knows your dad, so we're friends now. Do you know what I mean? But in our generation, you, you have to understand that we we're not from back home, really, really. Like we, we adopt a lot of the culture, okay. like from from our parents but we're we're brits bro like we're we're, we're from ends do you know what i mean so mm-hmm. the, the way in which we communicate and interact with each other is completely different so say mm-hmm. for example if um your mum has got a friend and then she's she's telling you to go and meet her son or whatever doesn't mean you man are going to be brethren do you know how many nigerian parties i've been to i've met bastards <laughs> For real, I I can I can give you stories. No, there was like actually no. The, the essence of what I'm saying is that there's going to be some people who you're going to meet and you're going to click with instantaneously, and there's also going to be some people who you just dislike. It doesn't matter whether if they're your mum's friend or they're your cousin or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? And I I feel like it's 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 a it's a divide in it. Like they come from a generation where that thing might have been the right way to go about it, but also the way in which we do it now is that it doesn't correlate. And I think maybe that approach that you talk of just adding everyone to a group chat instead of like 
linking up. Like maybe if, if say for example, you guys had linked up when you were kids and you guys have been bridging from time, that would have been a completely different situation. You might know each other, you, you have a rapport, you have this, you have that, like you, you have things in common, you already know each other. Like, so it would have been natural for you man to link up because you man already know each other you already know you're from the same culture you all grew up in london you all have that you're, you're, you you have that similar mindset do you know what i mean so so for you to try and keep the community and the culture that the aquara culture would have been second nature man but let me ask the question from that year gone isn't that a good reason why did matter our parents told us no because maybe they didn't think about it like that maybe they, they just thought the way in which we did it back in our time was calm so why would it be different for our kids? But maybe they just didn't realize that when they come to a different country, the environment changes. So if, even though the teachings that you have at home is still the same, like the, the, it was, the way it was run back in Nige, but, but the environment that you're um, brought up in is completely different because not everyone is Nigerian, bro. Not everyone operates like a Nigerian. There's, there's, um, Turkish people, English people, Jamaican people, um, Indian people, do you know what I mean? So the people who you're, you're all mixing up with, you're picking up bits and pieces from all of them. This is a London um, community, bruv. Like, so you're going to pick up London traits. You're not going to pick up Nigerian traits. The Nigerian traits that you get are from your parents. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's why I wouldn't say fail. Mm. Because I think fail is a bit harsh because they're looking at it from their perspective, isn't it? You, you can't do what you don't know in it. True, true. true. Do you know what I mean? So, so in the same way that like you're figuring out, they're probably still trying to figure out certain things as well. All right. So um, maybe Phil's a harsh word. I, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, but at the same time, the Aquarian language and culture is a very obscure culture. Mm. It, it, it's, it's amongst other Nigerian languages. Like it's one of the least spoken languages in Nigeria. Um, mm. And that's the more reason why our parents should have taught us that language, made sure that as much as we learn the English, we're also learning the Aquarian language because each of our parents can speak it like, 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 like they drink water, you understand? Mm. So there's no excuse for us to not learn that language as well. But it's like, as soon as they came to the country, they sold out. Mm. If you know what I mean? And similarly, as, as all the parents, they, they all make sure that if they stay, um, they make sure that they come together every month. They um, they they're always talking on the phone to each other. Like the bonding is is there. Like between the parents, all the parents, the oldest. So I, there's there's no excuse for that same bonding not to be around us. My they, bro, they, my um, bro. What they've yeah. done, what they have done, what they could have done is when they came to my mama's house, for example, they could have um also brought their kids. So that you know, if that when we're five or six, you know, I've got PlayStation, we can all play on that. I've got had Dark Central, we could play on the maps. You understand? There was no reason for, for them. There was food there we could eat and bond and say chair jokes, fight. There's no reason for us not, not to not to not to get, get together like that. And that's that's where they lacked. I'm sorry, but that's where they lacked because they weren't even trying to maintain the culture. And you see, you see, if you see what the evil people do, if you see what the evil people do every year. They put effort, they put dedication. Like, the, each, each, each of the people in London, they're all Beyonce's in terms of their work rate. Like they make sure that, you know, the kids, they know each other, they, they know the language. They I don't think that's fair, bro. I don't think that's fair still. Because, like, even, even what you're saying now, that you guys could have all sat around a PlayStation, 
they never had a PlayStation. That wasn't an option. Do you know what I mean? That like, like all these hangouts and everything like this is new, bro. Like you also have to remember when they came into the country, maybe that wasn't the, the first thing on, on, on the forefront of their minds. Maybe the first thing on the forefront of their minds was to try and secure a job, bruv, a good job. So they could raise you, bro, and your brother and your sister. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that might have been the priority, you know, instead of, of trying to link up with this family and blah, blah, blah. Because you also have to remember when they came in, fam, they probably had their own struggles. But, but well, I get what you're saying. I fully, fully get what you're saying about the culture being lost in it. Like one of the reasons why all you failed is because we didn't know where to start in trying to obtain knowledge of our culture. The, the aunties and uncles we were asking, would they all be nonchalant about things? They weren't even trying to teach us like nothing. You understand? Yeah. So, 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 so like on, on that point, yeah, in terms of um, learning language and stuff like that, I feel like for me, as I've gotten older, I've kind of felt kind of similar things about that. Like I wish I had learned Yoruba when I was younger still. I honestly, honestly now, because now... I kind of see the value of being able to appreciate your culture and where you come from, etc. But that wasn't always the case, bro. Like if we go back to secondary school, I always talk about secondary school because I feel like secondary school is for kids in London. I feel like it's a very, very big um, turning point where you realize a lot of things because in primary school, a lot of things don't matter. But then in secondary school, puberty happens, um, people are looking at each other differently. Gal now want to talk to boys and boys now want to talk to gal. Do you know what I mean? And and then you start meeting more people. It's a bigger environment, bro. So, and also a lot of people now have like different thought processes, isn't it? So like, say for example, like the whole Africans versus Caribbeans thing. I didn't even know that being African was like, it's not bad. It's not bad. But when I was in secondary school, it was avidly put towards me that being African was not a good thing, yeah? Like when you're hearing drop lip, rubber lips, a boo-boo, fresh off the boat, fob, this, bro, heard blick, everything. I never heard that back in in um, in primary school. But when you get to secondary school, you, you, you start to see the way that some people in the world view Africans, bro. And it wasn't cooked like, I, I remember, fam, anyone call me Tommy Wa? Scrap. Bruv, the amount of times I had to tell man, that's not my name, bro. That's not, that's my name. I'm telling man, this is not my name. Do you know how mad that is? Like, I'm, I'm out here, I'm denouncing my culture just so I can try fit in. I didn't want to learn Yoruba, but back up. Listen, I, I understand when, when my mum speaks to me and uh, I know fragments and stuff like that, but like, when when you're not fond of your culture, you're not really trying to learn too much, it's hard for your parents to try and impart that on, on you because you don't actively want to learn it. Like say for example. Yeah, like like, like say like if you, it's it's hard for your parents to teach you something you, you, you don't want to learn. Like they can try force you, but let's let's think about it really like what you're probably in the house like maybe 20, 30 percent of the day. The other 70, 70%, you're outside, you're in school, you're learning, you're absorbing information. So if everyone outside is telling you, that's not cool, that's not where you're supposed to be. Bruv, I know bear man, bruv. You were trying to act Jamaican. Bear man. Fam, 
bro, do, do you remember in, in, in class what it was like, bro? The, the cusses that were being thrown around, bro, it was sink or swim. If, if, if you didn't swim, it's a long day for you. It's a long day for you. Like, you're just getting corned in it. Like, so, so I, I've, I think personally, like, now, when, when I do think about it, like, even though I didn't learn, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, like, the language anyway, like, it's not impossible for my kids to learn, bro. It, like, really and truly, like, if mum, I, I actively want my mum to teach my kids Yoruba so they understand the language and the culture they come from because I understand now as I've gotten older the importance of being in touch with your culture bro like he I remember I was in I was in university certain man are asking me oh where Nigeria is 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 your is your family from and I was saying yes Abelkuta they'll say oh what state is that then I, I said I said Abuja these men were like wait who is this brother bruv who's this brother fam this is I'm big 20 in uni. I don't even know where my family's from in Nigeria, bro. I'm dead. No, I'm, bro, this, this is what I'm saying. Like, I didn't realize, but I was kind of conditioned to think not to like my culture. Mm. Not because I wanted to, but because society said, or a certain point in my life, there was enough people telling me that wasn't cool. So that wasn't the memo, bro. I, re- I remember in, in, in secondary school, there was flipping, um, I, I had a um, WizKid superstar, bro. WizKid superstar, I was banging, tuned, slapping, yeah. But please tell me why I never ever told any man that I was listening to that. But when I was listening to Big Sean or if I was listening to Meek Mill, you remember when I was listening to Meek Mill, I'd be screaming about Meek Mill, yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll get into, into that part later on, yeah. Um, like the, the turning point, like I, I feel like the culture kind of shifted a little bit when, and I feel like music kind of influenced that a lot. Like, you know, like with, with the banj, Oliver Twist, Fuse, Fuse ODG, I feel like sh- the Azonto, everything. Then when it came to uni, fam, listen, man was Azonto in, in, in the, the Ross Club place. I was doing up my thing. Yeah. But like, it, it didn't happen until there was that kind of cultural shift within society, innit? So to bring it all the way back to, to what you were saying about, your culture and society and stuff like that. I think it'll be a lot easier for African kids now in school because African culture is pop culture right now. Wizkid is popping in the charts, bro. Davido is popping in the charts, bro. Um, Fem- Yemi Alladay is popping in the charts. Like, like Burner Boy, Burner... Do you know how many men burn Burner Boy, bruv? People, e- even in, in America, bro, they're singing, yeah, 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 yeah. Fam, listen... African culture is in the forefront. People love it. People want to be African. So now, I believe now, if a kid was to go to school, even though it's going to be sticky, let's not get it twisted, it's still going to be calling you fob, it's still going to be calling you blick, it's still going to be doing all of that stuff, but it's not going to be as bad as when we were there. So I think definitely a lot of the kids growing up will definitely embrace a lot more of their culture. And even though you're 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 concerned about the Aquara community, yeah, if you know its importance, there's still going to be members of the Aquara community, like the older community. They're going to teach their grandkids Aquara, bro. They're going to teach them how to cook Aquara food. They're, they're going to teach them 
a query addressing that they, they, they're gonna know how to, how to do it. What, what what was that 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 uh, shout that you did at your mum's um, birthday? Anumeka. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna know how to do that one, fam. Do you know what I mean? And and as long as you know what you want to impart on your children, I reckon they'll definitely learn. Like there's there's nothing stopping them. Kids are smart, man. Kids are intelligent. If they want to pick up a culture and daddy wants to teach them a culture, they'll learn it, bruv. Yeah, like, but, but that's that's my perspective. That's my perspective. But, um, so I want to bring. I want to go back to the point in which you said um, that, um, you know, in secondary school times, it was hard to be a Nigerian and, and, and all that. And you kind, of, you kind of wanted to deviate from the culture. And I know for a fact that it's not only you that thought that way as, as, an, as a Nigerian. Um, I know a lot of people from, from my community thought, probably felt that way too. And that's especially given that, you know, you won't really enforce the values of a career culture especially much like another community out we're going to use this as a case study that has probably been even more mocked in school than Nigerians. Yet Somali people. Yeah. You say Somali people, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. East Africans held a lot. They held a lot exactly. still. Exactly. Before they know how to speak, they will know Somali. My bro, don't, 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 you, don't you, 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 you remember, you remember a certain someone in our class held so much corn on a daily mm-hmm. man didn't even have to do nothing nothing yeah us we actually had to do something that brother didn't have to do anything at all the bars were flying left right center and and i think it comes back to what i said before in it about a general consensus about your culture and then you're sort of taught to not like your culture as well because everyone else doesn't Go on, expand. Expand on, on what you're talking about. Right, so no matter how much Somalis were getting disgraced in school, no matter how much they were getting picked on, they still knew their language. They still knew other Somalis in the London diaspora. Mm-hmm. And they were still unapologetically of Somali. Not all of them. Obviously, there were some people who claim Dutch, they sold that. You understand? But... <laughs> That's a gunfire shot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Listen, um, I, I I'm gonna send him this snippet. You know, I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna send him this snippet. I, you're pagan for that one. You're pagan. No, Carry on. Um, but either way, even if you want to be smart, you're not. Whoever they want to be smaller, but they still need their language. Mm. They still, when they're on the phone to their mum, they would do you speak English? No. Mm. English when they're on the phone to their mum. You understand? Mm. Whether they liked it or not, they had to know the Somali tongue. Mm. And they preserved, they, pre- they preserved, they preserved it within the community. You understand? Mm. And same goes for many other, many other, um, the Afghans, they preserved their tongue. You understand? The, um, Pakistanis, they preserve their tongue, you know, even though they're subject to racism. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, no, there's no, yeah, so there's no excuse for, for us as Sequoia people, yeah, as Sequoia parents especially, to not teach these kids these things, you know. You understand let, what I'm let, saying? Let me, let me um, give you a, a rebuttal to, to what you just said, yeah? So you see in all the countries that you've just said, so Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Somalia, yeah? In those countries, what is their 
their language. Their language is their actual language, isn't it? Whereas in Nigeria, the language is English. Like the, the national language is English, bro. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Bro, Google it. Google it. The, the, the national language is English, fam. If, if you go to, to, to most Af- Nigerians, bro, they can at least speak pidgin, at least, which is broken English. So they understand, they have a concept of English. Whereas, yeah, a concept, at least, at least a concept. So at least it's more easy for them to transition to speak English. And obviously because you come to an English speaking country, most, I, I feel like most, most um, Nigerians, they know how to speak English, bruv. So okay. it's easy uh, for, for them to take that transition. Whereas, look, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. So, um, so um, a guy we, uh, we both know, a Somali guy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. bro, his, his mum speaks purely Somali. Like she, uh, she doesn't speak English. Like literally his mum came over um, to, from, from Somalia to, to the UK like, and um, his younger brother only speaks English, doesn't understand a word of Somali. He understands Somali. Bro, his little brother can't even communicate with his mum because he can't speak Somali. So I, I, I feel like certain times, that, like within the, those families, I, I do feel like they definitely do have a much stronger grip on um, keeping their culture in, definitely, definitely. But I do feel like um, it, it, it depends on the generation, in it. Like, um, like I, I feel like when you get younger and younger and younger it, uh, along the, the family tree, it kind of waters down a little bit naturally. But but I I do think it's it's partly to play because their countries purely speak their language, whereas a lot of Nigerians they speak English, bro. So it's it, it's not that hard of a transition. But what do you think? At the same time, right? At the same time, your point is very valid. I'll give you that. But in our community, there's an exception because even as much as you know, the, the English is the national language of Nigeria, you know, everywhere in Nigeria, go there. I'll, I'll Google the thing right now. You know, yeah, go yeah. on, carry on. Even if, if that is, even even as that is, right? Communities in Nigeria still speak their own mother tongue that they preserved before before before. Um, the colonialism that was happening in Nigeria, you understand? They still preserved it whilst in Nigeria, you understand? And I'll, I'll, I'll give you something that happens a lot, even in our community, right? You know, with English, you don't have to, you don't have to debate that. Um, one thing that happens a lot in, 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 in our community, right, is that we will greet our, our, our uncles and aunties, right? And then they will speak to us in a query. And then when we don't know the query that they're speaking to us, that they barely t- teach us in our own home, they will mock us. They will mock that's us for the, their own that's, language. That's culture. That's it. That's that's their culture, isn't it? Like, culture or not, if that's the culture, why you teach us the language? Why you got to mock us for the only language that you haven't teach us? To us, are you going to learn that on Google? Because it's it's not it's not mandatory, isn't it? It's not mandatory, uh, and and then obviously because they come from a place where it's everyone knows how to speak it, then obviously it's, it's like why why does your child not not know how to speak? I think that's stupid to be honest. I think I think that's stupid because you're, you're, I'm not going to call you stupid, but I'm no, I get it. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not calling you stupid. No, you're a very smart guy. You've got bachelors in, in engineering. You're not, you're far from Oh, boom, blow my trumpets. <laughs> I can't do it for myself. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a mockery 
would would make sense, right? If the child has failed an attempt to learn the language, given provided that the parent is trying so hard to teach the child the language, then mockery the mockery will get the, the child gearing up to learn the language. But if 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 the uncles and aunties are mocking you and then you're trying to pressure your mom to teach to teach the language to you to uh, to you and then she's not teaching language either that or she's laughing that you're even even asking that question, then you're you're in limbo, son. You're in limbo. Yeah. You understand? Wait, I I I got um a proposition for you. So now you're saying that how do you how would you um like pose to try and keep the culture within then like what what do you think obviously with the new generation because this like this this current generation clearly has there's there's a disfunct between the old generation and the new and the current generation me and you yeah how would you propose for the next generation our kids and people onwards how do you keep the culture within like and ensure that people are proud to be where they're from, innit? That's a that's, that's that's a difficult question, I would like because if it was if it was a language like Yoruba, it would be so easy because Yoruba is widely spoken. Mm. You can literally go on the internet and find apps that you can, you can speak Yoruba and all sorts. But with the with the Ikurid, if the if the Ikuri language like a lot of a lot of the people that speak it are either um, a they're aging now, so you know, even by the time our kids come out, they probably died, they probably passed. And B, missionaries in which you go, you go to, you go to Nigeria to make them speak the language. I don't know how feasible that would be because you're gonna to have to find people that, um, you know, that know other people that are willing to teach them the language. You understand? Mm. And with the Korean people, they have a, like a nonchalant um, pride within them. You understand? Yeah. So, so, so wait. So, so are you saying that like? If you wanted your kid, yeah, to learn Ikwera, how would you go about doing it? Like, I'm, I'm asking you, like, if it was your you that you wanted, um, how, how would you try and ensure that obviously he's part of his culture, he knows his culture, and like, well, I, I would have to learn the language first. I would have to learn the language first so that I can teach him. You understand? Because I would, I would, I would feel like a hypocrite if he knows the language and I don't. That's a slap in the face. You know, I've had all this time to learn the language and 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 I, I don't even know the language but um I'm um but my but I'm trying to teach my kid or, or I'm trying to get my kid to learn the language like it's just, it's is, just is that hypocritical though oh, I, I think it is because that that is my blood well like, blood. like like say, say say for example if do you know how to do some things that your dad doesn't know how to do I mean yeah yeah so so what does that make your your dad a hypocrite then no. Why not? Because maybe it's just something that was of interest to me that wasn't of interest to him. Doesn't the same thing apply? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say yes because I feel like with culture, with culture, it's a different ball game, man. Why? Because I mean, that's, this is this is something that. Um, you know, I've come from a mother who's 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 Ikuri. And yeah. you know, I may be British born, um, I may I may be British born, I may I grew up here and all all sorts, but you know, I've had all this time to go to my mum and go to our aunties and uncles to learn the language and I still don't know the language to this day. But you're you're a black British person, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. of African descent, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
he's a black Iquera man. You come from two different environments. How can you feel guilty because you weren't born in the same environment? If, if, he's, if he was born in Nigeria and he didn't learn the language, then maybe you can sort of get onto him. But if you weren't born in, in the same environment as him, how can you get onto yourself? Like, and, and the fact that you weren't taught is not really your fault. Because what? Whose fault is it? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's, it's anybody's fault. Like all I'm saying is is that he, if you want it, like you want it now, you want it now. But I, I guess maybe you have to ask yourself, why didn't you pressure him when he was younger? Then, what? Why? Why didn't you? Actually, that, that's a really good question. So, what? Why? Why do you think your mindset has changed now? from when you was a child uh, and obviously you were in a household yeah where Iquero spoke I'm assuming it, it wasn't spoke at all she only spoke my mom only spoke on the phone to her, her aunties and uncles in the group okay okay cool so so it, it was you, you heard the language which you didn't understand so why is it that when you was younger you didn't inquire about it or why you didn't learn it about it yeah but when you're older now, so now now that you're you're 23, why is it now that it's important to you that that you didn't learn it? Or what do you think? What do you think about that? First of all, I think um, that that is it. Sounds like you're putting a blame on me for not trying to learn the language when I was younger. No, I'm, I'm 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 genuine. I'm genuinely genuinely asking. Genuinely asking. I, I I think that's that's an interesting concept. What has changed your mindset in from from you being 11 and less um, arbitrary number in 11 years old when you first stepped into year seven yeah compared to now that you're 23 what um things have occurred in that transition to now make you think that being that aspect of your culture being important to you because i try to i try to identify as being nigerian i try to identify so hard right now to be to, to identify as nigerian because i'll do before I used to feel guilty to call myself a black British person because if I told one of my uncles and aunties that I was black British, they would, they would mock me. Mm. They're not even teach, they're even trying to teach me language or nothing. Mm. They would just speak to me in the career. I don't know anything, any, um, a lot of the things they're saying and they would mock me. Meanwhile, my own house said I'm not even being taught the career. I'm begging to, to be taught the language and maybe one or two days we'll, we'll learn it. And then the third day is back to English. Mm. Even, when, even when you press for the language to be spoken, it's, it's like, here it goes, call out mm. yeah, you And obviously that comes, with, that comes with experience. Like, obviously, I didn't know much about, um, about the importance of culture back then. All I cared about was football. All I cared about was Pokemon and all that crap. Like, culture was never a, a, a something to me back then. You understand? Yeah. But now that you've grown up, gone wiser, and you're trying to know your roots, especially when you're trying to know your roots, you're trying to go back. Equally, such as obscure, relatively obscure um, um, culture. Mm. That's the more reason why it should be preserved. You understand? Yeah, definitely. So, when, so wait. Was there like a transition point for you, where where you were like, I want to learn. I want. I want to learn about where I'm from, um, what what my culture is about, and 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 my language essentially. This was this was kind of after um, in 2016 around that time when my mom had been wavering quite a lot of times that um, they wanted to get the youth together. Like it's been an idea for so long, yet 
um, they did it when you know, there's so much responsibility on our hand and we've got other things to do or whatnot. And the times that they could have taught the language, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They, they went about it in, in, a, in such a nonchalant, like complacent way. You understand? So it's like, how are we supposed to learn? We haven't got dictionaries in the query for us to learn. Um, the book, a, a book that could have helped us to learn the query is all the way in the University of Leibniz in, in, in Sweden. I tried calling the line, the line, the line didn't work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's difficult, bro. No, definitely, definitely. So what I was hoping to do, what, sorry, what I was hoping to do is maybe learn it myself um, with, the, with this book and then kind of empower, empower other, uh, um, other people within my age range in the queer community to, to learn it as well, you understand? But mm. if, 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 if I can't get access to that resource and, you know, if I can't get access to resources, it's just, it's just always like a waste of time for me to even maintain a group because the main, the main point of this group was language and if the language can't be learned and, and like the aunts and uncles are, are having the complacent um, thing about it in, in the sense that they're not even bringing us together to sit dust down and learn the language, which is kind of their responsibility, am I lying? Uh, no, no. Then, then it's like, what's the point then? And that's one of the reasons why I was getting people leaving the group chat. Because it's like, I fell with them, you understand? It's like mm. I fell with them. Like all, the, all these, all these, all these, all these um, goals and objectives I had for the group chat, I was not achieving, and there was not really any. Met- um, there was not, I wasn't hit any metrics, um, any unwritten metrics of success. So it was like this guy was talking. Anytime I was, it got to a point where I was posting things in the group chat, people just seeing things. They weren't even saying man. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, so I get I, you. I felt like I felt them. I felt, I felt like you know, I felt like if I was to ever go to another um, general career meeting with the aunties and uncles, I would, I would have felt dirty. But I was like, you know, I'm giving all these promises. I want to do this good, good, good. I do that. It's just like. No, I don't think I, 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 I don't think you, you have to shoulder all the responsibility of of trying to learn a language and and keeping a whole culture on your back and your shoulders, bro. You're one man. Like you, you can do your bit. Like, say for example, if you decided to pull together resources of like um, different bits of Iquera, um culture. Um, maybe like create a page about um, culture, maybe even went to Sweden if you wanted to, to go and get the book and maybe provide access or photocopies or something to like people if they want to learn. Like you, uh, you can only take a horse to the river, bro. You can't force a horse to drink. Do you know what I mean? So, but I, I don't think that language, even though it's a huge, huge part of, of one's culture, I don't think it's the be all and end all. Like there's there's so many things that make up and build and create a culture, whether that be food, whether that be the language, whether that be the clothing, whether that be your, your mannerisms. Like the list is endless, isn't it? Like, like I I just think that maybe the language part might be difficult to do. You can still put um, steps in place to um, to maybe make it more accessible for people to try and learn the language. Maybe that, that could be your calling. Like, I, I'm not saying that, obviously, learning the, the Aquarian language is your calling, but maybe, maybe that might be an aim or something that you're trying to hit, yeah? But maybe you might have to look into other ways that you might want to pass on the information to your kids because it kind of sounds like this is very, very important to you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, so maybe... Gonna... Go on. Sorry. 
I no, no, I, I was just going to say maybe um, you just, uh, I, I, I don't know, um, try and see, look at ways in which you can try and preserve the information and pass it on to your use. Like. Why do you think that term is maybe difficult for your um, elders to sort of kind of grasp in it? Like, like e even though that you are African, that how your culture, actually, do, uh, do, do, do you think that they understand that, obviously, um, you being growing up here, even though you're, you're Nigerian, like you're a Nigerian man, that you're sort of a hybrid in the sense that your culture is their culture, but it's like there's there's an add-on, there's a DLC downloaded on. Do you know what I mean? I, and that's the UK culture and, and the British culture. Um, why do you think there's sort of maybe like a a disparity or or a misunderstanding of of how of how that sort of makes up you as well, and and why you might not understand certain parts of their culture and and why. Um, they don't understand parts of your culture. Why, why do you think that's um, that's sort of a difficult concept for them to grasp? Okay, sorry, can you rephrase the question because I'm trying to um, understand. Okay, cool. So your parents and not your parents, sorry, your aunties and uncles don't understand what it's like for you to be a black Brit and why it's kind of why why they can't understand that even though you're Nigerian like there's a lot of things within your environment which make you up in it yeah so why do you think that automatically just because you're nigerian they think you're supposed to do everything like a nigerian person you're supposed to think like a nigerian person you're supposed to act in a certain way even though you grew up in a completely different environment to them uh, no answer for that question <laughs> 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 I have no answer for the question because the way I think is this is completely different to the way they think. You know, like, mm. so it gets to a point where you know if if you if you do something that that you know you say you've um you've done a massive achievement in this country, funded by this country, endorsed by this country, whatever, they will, they will just look at the mere fact that you, you, your parents are Nigerian that way. This my Nigerian son. You understand? Mm. But for example, if there's criminals in the street, for example, that are Nigerian, they will claim them. They will claim them. They will say these guys is British riffraff, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a pick and choose and pride thing, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's yeah. the way I can answer that. But I mean, if you're gonna claim us as Nigerians, you should have taught us the language, you should have, you know, sat us down, you know, once a month at least, get us all together as, as Nigerians or as queer people to learn the culture, know our family members, you know, our nieces and nephews and cousins or whatever. No one mm. members who really want to call us Nigerians, but they didn't do that. How, how can we call us Nigerians? Yeah. 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 At least if they've done that, then maybe there's a case for it. But that's why I had to that's why I'm gonna lead on from this question was um because the main the main reason I want to bring this question is because of, of the group chat conversation. That's why I asked in my in my little group chat with six other boys, right? We, I want to give the podcast a little background. So, you know, we were all, um, we all went to Essex University and we all did economics. And most of us are Nigerian, and there's two other Ghanaians, right? So, yeah, I asked the question in the group chat, right? Um, there's going to be a bit of pause because I'm trying to find what, um, what ASO. 
Ask them, would you all be wrong to call yourself a black brick with a Nigerian Ghanaian passport? And obviously, the background, the one hour to our background gave just now, you can see why I can ask that question, right? Mm. Yeah. And so one person said, I'm Nigerian first, bloody da, yeah. And another person said, I'm Ghanaian 100%. So I asked them, can you speak the languages fluently? And someone said, it's not about how much I know of the culture or language, it's in the blood. You understand? Which mm. he's got a case for that. And then other, some, other people definitely, definitely say no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And another person said, oh, if I learned Spanish fluently today, it wouldn't make me Spanish. And I said, I, I said, I agree, but you weren't brought up in Spain or hold a Spanish citizenship either. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, go on, go on. No, no, go on, go on. No, go on. no, if you've got something to say, because I'm just going to go through the group chat and then we're going to talk about Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was pretty much going to say that. Like, I think, like, the whole conversation that we've had, I think, kind of hinges exactly on, on what your friend just said. That even though I learned Spanish, doesn't mean I'm Spanish, bro. I just happen to be somebody who speaks Spanish. Like a culture is built up of so many different things, bro. Like that. That's that's why when you say that your parents failed you, you kind of feel like you haven't got that essence of aquariness. Like it, it doesn't make sense because you like if if you learn about how aquarians dress if you learn about what they eat mannerisms you know, all, the, all that kind of stuff the thing that builds up and creates a culture bro you're an aquarian you can tell you different what because you don't have to speak the mother tongue if you pass that on to your kids if you really wanted to you could really learn the language and that would just be another asset you could add on to the aquarian culture in it like and it's not lost like but I, I think definitely we can't really, like we're Nigerian, let's not get it twisted, we're Nigerian, but we're Nigerian by birth, bro. Like you, you, you can also be Nigerian of choice because you indulge in a culture. Do you know what I mean? So whether that or not, that's a whole different argument. Mm. But I do think like, yeah, but we, we're, we're black Brits, bro. Like, like we're, 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 from Britain, bro, we're British, you know. <laughs> exactly. let, me ask, let me ask a question here. Let me ask a question because this is, this is what create, created a massive controversy in the group chat here. Go on. Um, if you were born in Britain, you grew up in Britain, you spoke the British tongue, that's your native tongue. When you, mm -hmm. when you answer job applications, you put yourself as a black British nationality mm -hmm. and you don't know the Nigerian language, yeah, mm -hmm. you like the food, you like the girls, oh, big whoop. Do you, do you have a case to call yourself Nigerian first or are you sitting the fence? Wait, say that again? Do you have a case to call yourself Nigerian first even after all the circumstances I, I, I showed you as a typical Brit or are you mm -hmm. kind of just sitting on the fence picking and choosing when to be British or when to be Nigerian? It, it depends. Do you, do you embrace Nigerian culture? I mean, if you embrace it, wouldn't you call yourself Nigerian when you're doing job applications? Was it so? Are you, are you saying that the only thing that that um, stops me from saying that I'm Nigerian is because I don't speak Yoruba? Is... No, I'm Nigerian over that British. Yeah, if you wanted to. But why, why do you think that the whole thing of dual nationality is there, bruv? Man's got two nationalities, fam. But at the same time, yeah, because um, I was on Twitter once and um, I saw a post. Let me just bring the post up. It's quite relevant to this um, conversation. I don't think you have to be either or. You don't have to pick. 
Mm. Like you're both. Mm. Like your, your makeup is of everything in your life. And if that's an aspect of you, it's just another piece. You are also Nigerian. It's not, I, I take out my, my British SIM card, brother, and I put in my Nigerian one. <laughs> Bro, I've got a dual SIM card, fam. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So uh, if you want to put down Nigerian, no one's, num- number one, if 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 someone from HR wants to pull me up and say, Tommy, why did why didn't you, why did you put Nigerian on on your um, application form? Big man, did you have you seen my skin? P- please don't even don't even try. Yeah, listen. Have you ever eaten punish jam in your life? Then if you haven't, don't chat to man. Don't chat to man. You have no authority to try and tell me that. I'm, who can tell me me in me? I'm not Nigerian. Your father. Waka for it's, it's not whether you're Nigerian or not. It's whether you put Nigerian first before Black British or Black British first before Nigerian. You don't have to put one over the other, bro. You're both. This is, this is, this is, this, this is, you only have one option. You're I trying to make this an issue. It's not an issue, fam. It's not an issue at all. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> an issue in the group chat. It was an issue in the group chat. That's why I want to say, that's why I want to ask you. I just want to ask you. This is, what, would, what would you put first? Would you put Nigerian first or Black British first? one on my application form i'm going to put black british and do you know why because there's no visa issues <laughs> i don't have to prove nothing i've got passport i've the blue one right there i'll slap it down now just i'm just saying in the grand scheme of things like let's, let's just let's just say you had one choice in general like if someone if someone, if someone said if someone asked you you were black british first or nigerian first given your circumstance what would, what would you say you are first Personally, I would say I'm Nigerian. Mm. Actually, mm, it, it it depends. It depends what what they how how they phrase it in it. Because mm. you know, so, sometimes in the workplace they say, "Where are you really from?" Mm. Yeah, when they start asking you those ones, you know they're not asking you where are you from Peckham. They're asking mm. you where's where's your mom and dad from? Where'd you come from? Mm. Yeah, just in case we have to call UKIP mm. or Britain British first or Britain first or EDL. You know, send you back. We don't like your kind over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that's that's what they're asking you when they say where you really from. Mm. Yeah. Um. In terms of like the regular thing, I'll probably say Black British, isn't it? Like, like, um, uh, yeah, because because that's what I am. It's literally mm. what I am, isn't it? Like, if if you ask me, like, like, where's what's your nationality? I'll say I'm Nigerian, though. Like, if you ask me my nationality, I'll, I'll say I'm Nigerian. Because for me, my culture, like, I'm, I'm Nigerian. Mm-hmm. I'm British as well. Like, I was born in Britain. Like, my culture is British and everything like that. I'm also Nigerian, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of that. Like, I'm, I'm happy to say now, definitely now, that, you know, I'm proud of that, isn't it? Like, um, actually, now I've even said all of that. Um... What actually makes you proud to be like black, uh, black and British in it? Like, like to you, because obviously I ask you, what does it mean to you? But what makes you proud to be black and British in your opinion? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a thing of pride, but more of a thing of circumstances. Of so, what? Of, cir- of circumstances, you understand? Okay. So I may have a Nigerian blood. My, my mom is Nigerian, but... I, I I was born here. I grew up here. My accent is British. I um I benefited from the British um from the British system in terms of free university, this, that, and the third. Um, yeah. I'm going to have British jobs. 
And if I was to live in Nigeria and claim to be Nigerian, they would, they would sense a brick from my mind away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They would sense a brick from my mind. It's like this one is all you do. You understand? Yeah. And that's, and that's a fact because um, I want to open up Twitter and there's... There was no, but uh, actually, actually, I'm, I'm never going to say anything because for them, you're outside of the culture. But at the same time, like, you are Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, if they ask you... Where are you from? And and if you say you're Nigerian, who, who's, who's someone to tell you that you're not Nigerian, bro? Hmm. Like... I'm just saying, it's not, it's not about whether you see someone to tell you you're Nigerian, because obviously I'm Nigerian. But what am I first? Am I Nigerian first? Or am I Black British first? You understand? And for me, I'm Black British first. You understand? I, I, I don't know. Does it need to be a choice? Like... Let's just, 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 just assume it's a choice. Obviously, no, why? Why? That is the question. That's the question. That's the question. No, nah, I, I refuse to answer. That's stupid, <laughs> bruv. That's stupid. Like, because it, it's that's that's like the whole situation of like, say for example, if you're a light skinned person and someone asks you, are you are you white or are you black? Why do I have to pick, bruv? Like, it's mm. part of me. It's my makeup, innit? Some, some some light skinned people identify with being black, but some mm. black people people come to a light skinned person. No, you're not black. Mm. So what my the, the the pigment of my skin what I appear to you, what that that doesn't make me black. But even though I get treated by the police as black, mm. my experiences are all the same as you. Mm. I think the same as you, but I'm not black. What just because my my dad married a, a white woman and had me and what I'm not black. But mm. Brett Brett, we grew up in the same block. We were both running from the police together, mm. bro. But I'm not black. Mm. That's stupid, man. That's stupid. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. if someone wants to identify as something, yeah, and and I'm I'm not saying if a white person wanted to come and identify as black, pause, hold with that shit. Listen, you're a white person, but you might have grown up in a black environment. That's that's completely different. But I'm talking about someone who has some sort of affinity to a culture or a group or a classification of people, yeah, and you actually have some genuine ties or whatever. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, you can say that. But in, 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 maybe, in, maybe you just haven't got all the parts which might make up someone else. Like, say, for example, if you're someone who grew up in Nigeria, and mm-hmm. and you speak Yoruba, and I don't speak Yoruba, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing that's different about us. It doesn't make you more Nigerian than me. It just means you speak Yoruba. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so in in a sense, I want to ask you another question because this, I'm just going through the heat chat. You understand? Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's just going to be the spine of this conversation. So, um, so I asked. Uh, okay, so we've got like two points left. Um, one one point is, um, don't you think you have to live in Nigeria for a considerable amount of time before you call yourself Nigeria first before British? Say that again. Like, don't you think you have to live in Nigeria for a considerable amount of time, like most of your life, and and have that tongue? And know know the people around you before you call yourself like Nigeria first before you're British. Like for example, me, like me who's grown up in Britain and everything, but I've not lived in Nigeria for that long. Doesn't it seem kind of off if I'm calling myself Nigeria before Nigeria before Black British? Okay, um, I'll I'll give you a scenario. Say for example, if you grew up in the exact same way that you've grown up now. You speak fluent Iquera, yeah? 
the, the one part w- which I think really, really grates you that you don't speak Ikwera, yeah? Are you, are you Nigerian or are you British? Well, that's funny you asked because um, somebody asked me what, what, what um, constitutes your Nigerian identity. And I said, the number one thing is language. Because with the language and with, with the access to speak with the language, you'd be able to be comfortably Nigerian. You understand? Not really. Well, in terms of, in terms of getting around like, in the markets, getting around to, to negotiate with things, you know, with, with other people without having assistance of, of your cousins around you or whatnot, you'd be able to navigate in that kind of way, in communication way. You understand? There's not much barrier if you know how to speak the language because you, you can completely integrate in, 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 um, in Nigeria. And secondly, I said that, you know, having that cultural knowledge, because if someone was to ask you about Nigerian culture, you'd be difficult to inform them about, about that. Nah, 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 like, nah, nah. That's a completely different thing. You're chatting about a different thing, bro. So okay. you're, you're telling me someone who's got full knowledge of the Ikwera, um culture, everything they're like that. Like, they're, yeah. more like, they're more like add-ons, they're add-ons, you understand? Nah, 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 I got you there, I got you there. You're chatting a bag of doo-doo now. You're chatting a bag of doo-doo now, yeah? Listen, listen, I caught ya. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Okay, cool. Do you know why? Because what I said to you was that you had grown up here, yeah? In the exact same situation that you grown up in, but you now speak fluent Aquera. And you told me that the biggest indication that you can link to a culture is that you speak the language. So I'm not going to pr- um, give you another example. If you're a Polish person, you've grown up in Poland, um, Warsaw your entire life, you speak English, you now come to the UK, are you British? Well, I mean, you're Polish. Perfect because, English. You're Polish because um, you've grown up a lot there. You've grown up there and you've got the citizenship there first. But how, I actually don't know because why would you go back and do do that? Back and do 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 That's a trick question. That's a trick question. That's a trick question. That's a trick question. Yeah, it's a quick question. That's a garbage question. It's not, it's not, it's not yours. I don't give a damn if this is your show. Your nicks, mate. Your nicks. That's garbage. The question is garbage, bro. It's not real. You're chatting a bag of nonsense. Listen, and I'll tell you why, yeah. Because if someone from Poland had come straight from Warsaw, landed in the UK, they speak perfect English, the Queen's English. You try and tell them to go live in Peckham. And they can't speak Polish. Bruv. No, they can speak Polish, but they speak perfect English. Yeah, then they're Polish. They're not... That's what I'm saying, bro. Your language doesn't define you. Yeah, but it's the number one factor, though. It's a factor, yes. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make you the culture. Given that, given that you've you got the to... blood. Given that you've got the blood, the language is the number one factor. The, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, my, 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 my bro... No, li- li- listen, you, you, you didn't win... I don't know why it's pumping. Stop fist pumping. You didn't win. You didn't win. You just said the blood and the language makes you the culture. That doesn't even, work. Even that you got the Nigerian blood, it's the language. That... No, it doesn't. Okay, cool. So if you're a white person who speaks fluent Yoruba, Ikwera, Igbo, or Hausa, all, all the languages, and you go to Nigeria, but you've never lived in Nigeria before, does that now make you part of the culture? No, because you ain't got the blood. Simple as that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. No, uh, not even that. Uh, okay, cool. Say, say, for example, if, if you're um, you, you, yeah, you, yeah, you've got Nigerian blood and you speak the language, but you've never, ever, ever lived in, in, um, 
in Nigeria. You now go to Nigeria, yeah? You can properly, you can speak, but they will sniff you out, bro, because you don't know anything about the culture. You don't know nothing. All you know is that how to speak a language. That doesn't make you part of the culture, bro. It, that's, why, that's why I asked it. That's why the main question is, have you got a case of putting yourself as Nigerian first before Black British? And in my case, I don't know if I have that, that, that um, case of putting myself as Nigerian first, given my circumstance. Like, if you're going to get back to the real world, then like, I don't know if I have that case. Because in, in my group chat, there were other people that had the same um, case as me, but they were so confident in calling themselves Nigerian first when they don't have the they don't know language. They haven't lived in for a considerable more amount of time, yet they're calling themselves Nigerian first before Black British, which, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so that 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 applies to, to to what I'm saying. Like, essentially, they're not part of the culture, but they can identify with the culture because they have certain parts of the culture within them. Whether that be the food, the clothing, fashion, um, language, could be anything. It is parts of the culture. But who stops you from saying that you're not Nigerian? You are Nigerian, but are you Nigerian before Black, Black British? That's the question. Why? Why? Why are you so fixated on this thing? That's the question because people look at because people in the chat will say, "Oh yeah, no Nigerian first, Nigerian first. Forget Black British. Oh Black British, they suffered, they suffered." You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, is that, is that the reason why you call yourself Nigerian first? Like Nigerian, Nigerians are suffering themselves. Like, it's just, it was, it was, it was. That's that's what I'm saying. So, like, what would you call first? When you say you're Nigerian, even the circumstances you have now, will you be a Nigerian first or Black British first? You understand? That's, that's, that, I know you want to deviate from the question, but that is the question. You are Nigerian. Okay, cool. You are Nigerian. So based on everything that you've said, no, you can't. You, you, you can't say you're Nigerian. You have to say you're Black British. But that doesn't stop you from going to Nigeria and embracing the culture and doing everything that you want to do regardless. It doesn't fair stop enough. you at all. Fair enough, fair so, enough. Yeah, fair enough. You can, you can claim my dream. Yeah, I can claim my dream, yes. But I wouldn't claim my dream before, but I can claim Black British. That's what I'm talking about, choices, isn't it? You don't... I'm not even going to go down this rabbit hole. I ain't going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. I, I'm not even going to try I'm not even going to try This is This it was so stupid, bruv. It was so, you haven't got to put anything before anything. What you have to do is just enjoy you just have to enjoy. You don't want to enjoy. You want to suffer very clearly. Very, very clearly. Look at this, brother. Look at this, brother. Are you happy? Are you proud of yourself? Is that what you wanted? Is this what you wanted? I don't understand. <laughs> Man decided to come and hijack the podcast. Just to try it. I don't know what stupid point this was all about, bro. I don't understand what stupid point you were trying to make. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bro. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. You just made me go round and round the circles. Are you happy with yourself? I, would, I genuinely want to know. Did, did you reach your aim today? No, because I, I gave a question. You don't want to ask the question, and that's what happens. You go around the circles if you don't want to ask the question. That's no, not my fault. That's your fault. You, you you are trying to make it intrinsically linked that you have to be part of the culture to be Nigerian. But I was saying like there's so many different aspects to Nigerian culture. But anyways, based on we we've already established, yeah. but you can't. You have to put Black British first. But that doesn't stop you from embracing 
your Nigerian culture and embracing your roots and everything like that in it. Mm. But um, but it's it's interesting though, like to bring it all the way back. Let's let's skip this stupid conversation. Like, to 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 bring it all the way back, yeah, to um how you were saying that you can't say that you're proud to be Black British. I find that very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Like okay. you, you, you were saying that like it's it's coincidental, isn't it? That um, you just happen to be born here, and you just happen to live here, which is true. Which is true. But at the same time, like personally, I'm very, very proud to be Black British, purely just because I see all the waves and movements that because this is home for me like a bit before i get on to everything no, i was going to say I, sorry, I i i to, to, to disclaim i didn't say i didn't I, I moved away from the from the pride thing and i wanted to make the coincidental thing a focal point in it but oh, i'm proud to be that bitch don't get me wrong but that's that's not what i wanted to talk about you know what I'm okay 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 cool so so tell me what, why are you proud uh said proud um how how are you proud to be black british because the, the opportunity that's been given to me as a black Brit, you understand? I've had three, three, three school meals that sustain me in, in, in my time in, in primary school and secondary school, six form two, um, free travel um, whilst in university. I had that, you know, as a tuition free system in which I didn't have to get my mom to pay £27,000 up front that she would have in Nigeria, you understand? Like, mm-hmm. I've had opportunities come my way and I'm proud of that, you understand? I, 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 I'm, I'm grateful for that. And that's why I can comfortably say I'm proud to be that British, that British as well, isn't it? And then also, at the same time, I've got my own battles as well. As, as a black British community, we've got our own battles as well. And I'm proud that, you know, we come together, we're having these conversations about how we can move forward. You understand? Mm. That's, that's why I'm proud to say that I'm black British. Okay. That's a, that's good. It, mm. it, it seems like like this whole episode, you're trying to denounce your, your Britishness, bruv. <laughs> you, yeah. trying to, you were trying to give up that burgundy passport, baby. That's what uh, you're trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. Because you don't need to this big question here. Cool. So one guy in the group chat here, who said he was Nigerian, yeah, he said, mm-hmm. so you identify with a country slash system, you are talking about Britain, that's either directly or indirectly oppressed you. Identify with a country that is... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. How do we get here? Uh, <laughs> bro, we, we was on a flight to Abu Dhabi. Why are we now in Kazakhstan, bruv? How did, how did we get there? You asked me, you asked me, so it's about to be identified being British. And I said, I identified being black British, not British. So I just said, I'm black British. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only one in the group that says I identify as black British. And they also Nigerian. Wait, but why, is, why is it a bad thing to be a black Brit? I don't know. Personally, I don't, I don't think it's, it's a bad thing at all. But coming from the context of this text, you're saying you identify with a country or system that's either directly or indirectly oppressed you. Number one, mm. in Nigeria, you said you're not, you weren't going to be oppressed, especially if you're a Nigerian woman. You said you were not going to be oppressed there. Do you know how, how rife sexual assault, rape, and all these other things are in Nigeria? Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. It's mental. It's mental. And they don't, they don't have much much rules or morals that, 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 that can stop that. You don't mm. want to be proud of that. You understand? Every country has their own as 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 something not to be proud of. You understand? Yeah, definitely, I agree. And I'll probably and, and as a black woman, as a black woman in Nigeria, I would have probably felt more pressure than I would have felt right now as a black man in Britain. Definitely, but I yes. I I think those situations are slightly different purely mm. because number one, you are a man and you're talking about a woman. Like mm. your struggles aren't going to be the same at all. So I I think that situation is a little bit different, but I I do agree about what you're saying about 
um, it being a lot, lot harder for you if you was a woman in Nigeria than if you was a man in Nigeria, purely just because of the certain, um, like, like what you were talking about, the rape culture as well. Like there's a lot of sexual assault and stuff like that. And that's a big issue. Like I, I was actually seeing so many posts and stuff about it today. Like, honestly, I, I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm realizing there's so many issues and things that are going on. And it really starts with like mentalities we have as children, but this is a conversation for another day, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, but um, but in, in terms of um, the differences between um, being African and being British, yeah, like I feel definitely every single country has its own skeletons in its, in its closet, but I, I think it's whether you want to fixate on those, like obviously those skeletons need, need to be dealt with if they haven't been put to rest already, i.e. Um, the, the system of inequality within the UK and why the Black Lives Matter movement is moving so rampantly forward. And there's hopefully, I pray, there's going to be some changes and real ramifications that happen. And um, and yeah, long-lasting change happens. But I, I think definitely, if you want to fixate on, on the skeletons, that like like your your friend was saying because he was talking about the system of oppression and blah 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 like cool fair enough that's true that's true but that's that's not what what we're not even talking about that fam. we're talking about what what makes you proud to be a black brit like personally I I think there's there's so many good things about being a black brit like like you like you said personally I think it's down to the opportunity like the amount of opportunity that you have the the amount of leniency the amount of tolerance within this country uh, allows people to flourish man like like if if you're back home in nigeria bro if you ain't got peas do you know how hard it is if you haven't got peas like you, you might not be able to pay for school you might not be able to um get a university degree like we have the luxury of being able to go to university pretty much like fee free essentially it gets paid by student finance like for all like you you pay it back in 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 like a the form of of a phone contract bro like the the piece that comes out is ridiculously small do you know i mean so we have certain luxuries that couldn't be afforded to us if we weren't some politician's son or Mm. like a a, i don't know a landowner or real estate agent son do you you mean like like out there, it really is survival of the fittest. And if you're not someone who is elite or someone who has God on their side and that has just allowed everything to fall into place, it is very, very hard for you. Whereas over here, bro, like as a black Brit, you have so much more opportunities. And in doing that, you can actually influence change. Like the, uh, the people who are talking about and, and voicing within uh, the Black Lives Matter movement people like raheem sterling people like marcus rashford you seen what marcus rashford did bro number one big up marcus rashford for being able to speak out number one about his experiences um of poverty child poverty um his mum not being able to provide food on the table for him and his four other siblings and really just being open and vocal about his his, his experiences and being and him regularly um, fighting that fight, donating his money because a lot of people don't in football don't do that. Like for him, that's a personal cause, and he's fighting that. Um, so big up to, uh, for him for doing that. But what people don't really realize that I think that he's really, really shone a light on, yeah, is that 
do you know how common poverty is within the UK, bro? Yeah. Like, bro, like, like, I know so many people who come from poverty. Like, like poverty is normal. In secondary school, poverty was no. Do you know how many people lived in council flats? How many people on free school meals? You're not on free school meals because you want to be on free school meals. It's because there is a lack of income that allows you to have certain finances to be able to go out and go buy food. The government supplements you that. In in Nigeria, that's not the case. It's not at all. That's a luxury. The British um, economy and and the British um, uh, government allow to people like us, bro. Like, if if you're out in Nigeria and you're hungry, the government ain't helping you. Bro, fam, you, you best hope that you've got, you've got family around to help you or support your friends. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that are in place that really, really help. But anyways, I just want to say big up Marcus Rashford because that's really, really sick. He was able to provide um, free school meals for 1.2 million children around the UK, um, especially during this tough time of corona. Um, so yeah, so big ups him, but but yeah, man. I, I personally like all those things that I've I've noted, and um, probably many other things which I haven't said definitely make me proud to be a Black Brit fam. There's so many live things, like so many live things about being a Black Brit fam. Like personally, for me, I I like to look towards um um musicians and and what they're doing because. One person who I will always scrim, I will scrim about this man, is man like big storms, big Michael. He's got the size 10 on his feet. Yeah, that boy, honestly, the golden child. Right now, everything that he's doing, I love to bits. Man's out here creating scholarships within Oxbridge for black people. Man's out here donating. He, he's, he's, um, he's pledged, what, 10 million to um to help in black communities and black businesses over a 10-year period man like the, the amount of socialism and activism and, and black initiatives that he is doing and pushing for he's regularly speaking out man's telling Boris Johnson to suck his mother can you imagine who who in Nigeria could do that with our, our, poli- our police coming for them you snatch you up bruv you Hey, in Nigeria, in Nigeria, have you heard of this um, scandal called the Fulani Herdsman? Uh, say again. Have you heard of this, this scandal that's, that's rife in Nigeria even right now called the Fulani Herdsman? No, no, no. So it's basically this. So Buhari is the president of Nigeria, yeah. and he comes from the north. Now, the Fulani Herdsman are from a place called I think Fulani in the north, and what they do that they farmers. What they do, they, they, they go with the cow on the street. The cow will poo on the streets. They'll, they'll go everywhere. They will allow the cows to eat in people's gardens and whatever crops they have or go to other people's farms. And if if the farmers or the landowners speak up against these Fulani herdsmen, they get shot dead. And 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 the president's not even doing anything about it. He's covering up and everything. Mm. Does it seem like the government cares about you as a Nigerian person there? No, at all. No, exactly. Bro, like, like it, if we can really, really rip in into Nigeria, <laughs> if we really, really want to, really, really want to. But, like, <laughs> it's true. Like, like I, I remember my mum was telling me about a story about, um, I think it was a treasurer or someone who was handling the finances within the Nigerian government. 
they said a spirit, a spiritual snake came into <laughs> it came into the treasury and swallowed hundreds of millions of naira. <laughs> bro, bro. And this spiritual snake that was big enough to swallow all this money managed to escape and no one could stop the snake. Nigerians, every, every man for themselves. From the black lives don't matter in Nigeria. Like, at all, know. at all. And know. they're all black lives. All exactly. black lives. Every man for themselves. From. For real. Like, uh, we, we, can, we can really, really rip into there, but I don't really want to go there in it. But yeah. I, I, I think definitely there is so much to be proud of within um, British culture and black British culture. There's, there's so many amazing people who have really, really made waves um, and could be, um, and we can essentially be proud of them in it yeah but yeah I, I, i've been chatting a bag fam or what do you what do you reckon no i think you're right like one of the reasons why like i said earlier why i'm proud to be black british is because we are very relentless in our approach if something is not right we, we try so hard to correct it you understand mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why i'm really proud to be um, black british because even if we are trying to correct it the government's even listening to us working with us we try any system, even with the Russian thing, the government could have could have even he said no the first time around, but the other one could have just not listened at all. Mm. But now, now the kids have, have, have preschool meals for for an extended period of time. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, I think that's sick, bro. If that was Nigeria, if that was Nigeria, there would probably be a scandal with Boko Haram or kidnapping these kids. was Nigerian they would have put a muzzle on him so fast yeah I actually I've got a question for you now yeah so even though we spoke about what is great about the black British experience and what is great to be about um, and what's great about being a black Brit yeah what would you say is something that you would improve um, within the black experience like if you could change anything to improve the black British experience, yeah? Or, yeah, yeah, or what would you do? Well, um, I would make sure, I would do all I can to make sure that we are not marginalized in, in, in a bracket of BAME, because BAME is really demoralizing, you understand? Oh, for real, I hate yeah. that term, bro. I hate, I hate that term. You, you know, it's so lazy, like, it's, it, all, all that term means is non-white. It's just a really lazy term of doing it. Exactly. Yeah, but sorry, carry on. I, I have I have a very massive pet peeve against that term because they could say that um, they could say that fifteen percent of brain people are unemployed are, are employed in this bank. Meanwhile, it's only zero point eight percent that are black. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're hiding stuff within the figures. It's it's That's literally just it's a cop out. It's a cop out term. It's a lie. Yeah, it's lazy statistics. Son. For real, for real. So, so wait, is is that the the one thing that you change? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing that, that I'm passionate about right now. Obviously, yeah, there's, yeah. Other, there's other there's other causes that other people are fighting for. They're passionate for them. But for yeah, me, yeah. As, as someone as a professional, as a professional, yeah, it's aiming higher for myself in professional landscape. That's the one thing that really hits home to me. Yeah, so, okay, so so wait, exactly don't have a voice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So wait. So, um, how do you think? that term may have hindered you or could hinder someone in the future if it's not changed? Because, um, for example, recruiters that are trying to fit, 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 fit a cap, they can just predominantly get Asians, no mm-hmm. blacks. 
So what? So so essentially, it can curb someone's opportunities and growth because they're trying to fill a quota, and because the quota doesn't specify, like specifically include you, if it doesn't really have to really include you because you can fit in anyone who's not white. Like for example, it can, it can it can there can be a scandal that no one knows about because it's been it's been quite off. For example, yeah. In fact, like HSBC, that's an Asian bank. They do, they do blame initiatives. They can just be all Asians that are, that are in HSBC, and it happens. It happens. That that's very true. Actually, now you say, it, yeah, that's yeah, very very true. So yeah. that's what. Yeah, you can actually hide so much in BAME, You know, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, that's that's actually a really really good one. The the one I was gonna say, yeah, is that something that I think definitely. Um, would be a very, very important thing to do is, is that I, I think we spoke about um, before previously, um, but I would want to get like the black curriculum involved in like schools, because I feel what they do is that they tell the truth, but they tell a portion of the truth. Like they, they, they don't shine a light on, on the fact that the British, um, like British history isn't, history without black people black people have contributed so much to creating black i'm uh, sorry not black history british history so why is it that you're only talking about one half of the story bro tell the whole story I, personally I, I i don't think we need to create a separate um curriculum i think we just need to create a more inclusive cur- curriculum by including all of the truth bro because i i, I think definitely it can affect the way in which someone looks at history and looks at themselves. Like what is my contribution to my country? Because say, for example, if they like us identify as black Brits, like they'll, they'll be thinking, rah, like my people have done nothing here. What is only just Winston Churchill who's done this and that? Like what auntie like, and uncle were doing them. Like you never hear in a, in a British, in a British curriculum that, that Queen Elizabeth first despised the black people that she wanted all the black Brits to go back to their country. You never hear you never hear them say that. You never hear them say that um King James the Fourth um authorized um the Barton brothers to hijack a ship from the Portuguese because the Portuguese old um hijacked the ship from this and they discovered that the Portuguese had black people, black people, black Africans in the ship and now they they are now slaves in Britain. You never hear yeah. that. No, I I just think personally it's fair. Like and to be honest it's not going to damage them in any shape or form. Like all it is, it's just going to shine a light. And I think it's just fair for everyone to really know the truth in it. If, if you're going to talk history, let's talk real history. If not, then go back into all the museums within Britain, British Museum, give back the crown jewels because that's not yours. That's from India. You see all, the, all those artifacts that you've stolen and taken from Africa, send it back as well. Because you can't go ahead and, and just show one part and give absolutely nothing to all the masses when it's not that that's that's not the truth man you've got to be truthful you've got to be truthful and i think definitely it helps someone's self-esteem as well and their identity because they know that their people they have a part to play they have played a massive part within british history and british culture because it's truth so if 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 anything was to change for me it would definitely be that man like i, I think we just need to large up um, black people in general and just 
be honest and just say that yeah black people have done some good things it's like not some good things black people have done many many good things and we just need to be vocal and share it in it and if they don't change it p is for pressure (laughs) so you just need to apply it bruv just apply it and hopefully it will change in time but the way that it is such a statue hopefully bring a statue bro Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, down, bruv. I Winston was was a horrible, horrible man in it. He he did a, he did some good things, yes, yes, but just like anything else, like like you just have to tell the truth in it. Some t- some people are still gonna love him after they they find out that he's he's done some horrible things. Like we're still gonna love Winston with without Winston. Bruv. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, let's let's keep it a fam. If it wasn't for for, for my man and, and his effort, Hitler could have been doing a madness, bruv. They were really, really losing. Like, if it wasn't for Churchill, Hitler could have really taken over the thing. Could have been a much worse place. But uh, Winston was there, fam, and he just rallied everyone. But to be honest, I'm not even going to get into all of that because I'm not a historian like that. But I think definitely. Just tell the truth in it. Just tell the truth. It looks like taking over Nigeria as well, isn't it? <laughs> it might happen. It might happen. <laughs> but yeah. All the colonies, fam. Yeah, fam. A lot of madnesses has happened in it. But it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, I, I think this might be a good time to wrap up in it. Yeah. So thank you, my brother. Thank you for, for turning up in it. And um, thank you guys for listening. More tea and waffles for your head top in it. Bye.